Okay. Are you ready to be interrogated by me? Oh, yeah. Interview. Let's go. We'll call it an interview. I feel like we're Chip and Joanna Gaines right now or something, like sitting down with Oprah. That was really weird. <laughs> and I'm your yeah, kid. <laughs> That's how I feel. No, you're Oprah. It's the, I'm Oprah. The royal yeah. interview. Yeah, it's like the Harry and Meghan interview right Oh, my now. gosh. Were you silenced? Or yeah, you silenced? I'm trying to think about Preston being forced to date you. Welcome to Nice to Have a Friend. I'm Lauren. And I'm Allison. We're friends from college who crave the feeling of quality time with good people. This podcast was created to celebrate the simple feeling of friendship, and each episode is a virtual hangout session to share with all of you. This week, we're talking all things marriage and transitioning into the married life from being engaged, specifically with our podcast resident newlyweds, Lauren, and our guest star, Preston Provins. All right, everybody. I'm a little nervous today because we have a guest at our table. I know that Lauren hinted at that on our Instagram this week, but uh, it is Lauren's husband, Preston, is joining us for our mm-hmm. episode today. Preston, how do you feel about your podcast debut? Well, it feels uh, it feels like a long time coming. I feel like I've been listening to the podcast a lot, and uh, you know, I've been in the background a little bit, making sure you guys are caffeinated. So I feel like I've always been on the mic, <laughs> just not. He has been promoted from coffee duty, like coffee gopher um, for the podcast to actual podcast talent. So, yes. I'm getting $8 an hour for this. Oh, (laughs) we did not know that. (laughs) We need to talk to our HR person. above our budget. Uh Oh, (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, the reason, why do we have Preston on the episode today, Lauren? Well, we are going to talk about all things marriage, dating advice, marriage advice, our relationship just in general just kind of like our story as a couple yes because if you are new around here lauren and preston you guys got married in december of 2019 yes, so right before there. i was there i was a guest it was a lot of fun they had a coffee bar i drank two coffees at their wedding so i was jittery the whole time um but they you guys have been married for almost a year and a half now and yeah through the greater part of a global pandemic, which is partially interesting. But also, you guys have just made that switch to dating for several years and to being married and living together and just living the beginning of your life together. And so Lauren and I thought it would be kind of interesting to talk about the transition into that for all the people that we have recently figured out listen to our show that are in serious relationships, engaged. And plus, it's just fun to talk about their relationship because Preston and Lauren are a lot of fun and have invited me into their life all the time. They cook for me have me hang out. Honestly, it makes my life so much better when I hear Preston's like, is Allison staying for dinner? It just makes me feel (laughs) really good. Yeah. So I'm excited that we can bring you on today, Preston, to talk all about your relationship with Lauren. Preston, did you know that literally half of our listeners basically are engaged, married, or seriously in a relationship? You guys definitely have a type to you. Yeah, I mean, I, it's definitely half and half. I feel like... this is That's the Lauren part of the demographic person. <laughs> I told them I was going to start today with a joke you that... You have a lot of married I have friends, a, too. I have a secret uh, husband that I've known about for three years. Is <laughs> he a member of BTS? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but Lauren had a great idea to get this show started before we talk about, you know, like the actual relationship part. You know, we're going to try a version of a very popular game show that we're going to call the not-so-newlywed game for copyright reasons, (laughs) but also because you've both been married for over a year now. So it'll be kind of fun to just answer some really simple questions about each other since people are just really getting to know Preston. I'm excited for this portion, too. I think it'll be fun. No pressure if you get anything wrong. Okay, so I guess since we're not a visual platform here, we'll just have – I'll ask a question about Lauren Preston, and then I'll have you answer it. And then we'll have Lauren supply the actual answer, yeah. and then we'll go I vice versa. I promise I won't change my answer, too. Like if you, and she has uh, not seen these. I no. came up with them this morning. So <laughs> so the first question, this one is about Lauren. So, Preston, what is Lauren's favorite book? Oh, man. Um, I think this one's hard. She reads so many books, and I think she mentioned her favorite author when we were in Barnes & Noble just the other day. Am I? Yeah. I, I, well, No, you can't okay, help okay, it. Okay, okay. No I was going to give a hint. Um, all the little things are all the so it's something along those lines okay is that your final answer yes okay that's a good guess because the other day i pointed <laughs> out that pretty things book that i just mm-hmm. finished and i do really really like that book but it's that one that i ordered from book of the month the great alone remember the great alone. i'm it's getting the, the, yeah you have multiple 
Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, it's like the same author, and same she author, has yeah. three books. Okay. Sorry. Good job, he Preston. I did point that one out in Barnes and Noble the other day. That's a good yes. No, do you want to keep doing all of Lauren's first, or do you want to flip flop? We can flip flop. Yeah, okay. Flip-flop. So this one is about Preston. Lauren, okay. who is Preston's favorite musical artist slash band? Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. <laughs> is that right? That is correct. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I don't know who that is. It's the honest. lead singer of Foo Fighters and also the mm. drummer from Nirvana. Okay, That's so it's correct. not Iron Maiden? Where's Iron Maiden rank on the list? <laughs> oh, they're definitely in the top 50. Top 50? <laughs> okay, never mind. Number 45. <laughs> I knew that wasn't your favorite, but I was just going to throw that out there. Okay, next one is a Lauren question. Preston, what is Lauren's favorite kind of ice cream? Cookie two-step. Easy peasy. Yeah, it is. I literally it bought really some is. today. Yeah, he That's bought it today. Blue Bell, you can pick it up at any major yeah. retailer in the South. It's so good. <laughs> um, it's so good. I think you also, if you had asked what is a pre- what is Lauren's favorite um, like grocery store ice cream, what is her favorite ice cream restaurant ice cream, like he could have said every different kind of ice cream i think but that one's the ultimate number one yeah that's like if i was dying and i had to have one ice cream every time i'm over here lately you're like preston will you give me some cookie two stuff out of the freezer (laughs) i had it last night literally okay the next one for preston lauren what is preston's favorite movie oh my gosh that's really hard okay our collective favorite movie is singing in the rain yeah is that your favorite that's movie? That's okay. yeah, That's my favorite movie. If for us together to watch. Okay. okay, but your favorite alone is different? It is. Just take a stab at it. Okay, okay. I feel like I know it and I'm blanking. Sorry. Is it um, something about Wes Anderson? No. Okay. But I don't it's know. rated R. I don't know. <laughs> is it Mad Max? good guess allison no it's pulp fiction oh wait a minute i was actually gonna guess is it a quentin tarantino yes why do i know him so well i blanked i should have known that dang it i feel weird that i know a lot of these for both of you i don't know what that says about me but it's fine it probably says we talk too much (laughs) each other okay so the last one for lauren preston how does lauren take her coffee Oh, wow. This, it really depends. Almost every morning, it's either All over the place. Um, straight black coffee or, or Chobani sweet cream. Yes. That's yeah. the only two ways she'll take it is if we have Chobani sweet cream. Yeah, exactly. That's, I just knew that you're her coffee master around here. So I <laughs> he just literally to is the coffee supplier. All right. And Lauren, if Preston could go somewhere right now, no money, no pandemic was an issue. What is his dream bucket list travel destination? His dream bucket list travel destination is the United Kingdom over and over. Yeah. That's, not that's where you would pick. Yeah, I'd yeah. pick it over and over again. Yeah. Well, as a bipartisan judge, it's not bipartisan because I know you both and I'm pretty biased towards you both. I think that you did a pretty good job. Yeah, we did a good job. So the next question I have for you before you started dating or not before you started dating, but before you got engaged and got married, how long did you two date? Okay, yeah, so we dated for seven, before we got engaged, we mm-hmm. dated for six years. Before mm-hmm. we got married, we were dating for seven years. So, so that's quite a chunk of time to be able to know yes, all of the yes. minute fun details about and each other. For a, I just want to say, like, for the majority of that time, we were literally underage. So, I mean, we couldn't get married, really. Yeah. And so that's why it seems like we couldn't even think about it. <laughs> we were marriage. just wasting time, you know, until we got Yeah, married. so it seems like, oh, my gosh, that's so long. But we literally kind of grew up together because I was 14 mm. and Preston was 15 when I met him. But, like, mm. 16, we started dating. Yeah, that's gotcha. a very good point. We we met each other we were just kids yeah so we definitely grew up a lot over those seven years yeah so. well preston will you do me just like a fun a fun favor so lauren has explained how you two met on the podcast but i think it would be fun if you explained meeting lauren or kind of like your oh, first yeah. recollection of lauren and how she started dating you <laughs> she started dating you that's she a really good way to put now. it that's a great way to put it so uh, we met first, um, I want to say almost like a basketball game. I don't think we actually like had a huge interaction, but I just introduced myself. Uh, it was, yes. we were doing something, it was like a weird game night. It was like a preview school, a pre- school preview night yeah. for eighth graders to come preview high school. Yeah. And you were there I for was. some reason. Um, and uh, I introduced myself as Admiral. Yeah, he said, yeah. hey, you can call me Admiral. Like Schofield? Like, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, just like, like Schofield. <laughs> also, his girlfriend at the time, I was introduced to at the exact same time. 
just yeah. want to point that out. But like the first time I actually met her and had like a conversation was family consumer science, which home uh, ec. Home ec. That's what a lot of it goes by in a lot of other places. But, yeah. Uh, essentially, I thought it was just a great class to eat a lot of food in. Oh my gosh! Um, but I ended up—I didn't know. <laughs> and I'd you were meet, almost going to yeah. switch out of there, right? I was almost going to switch out of there, but then I met Lauren, so I stayed. Lauren's yeah. trying not to blush right now. I feel I'm like I'm trying not to interject oh, like my blushing. point of it, even though I've already. Yeah, said. true, true. Okay, no looking at her. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> okay, go on, Preston. Oh, what, what, what's that? Is that it? So That's Lauren tells me that she basically had to like. How do I want to say this? I don't want to like call you trick, out. I basically tricked him into dating me. Did, like, would you say that that's true? Asking me out. Would you say that she tricked you into asking her out? Did, were you aware that she was trying very, very hard? I don't want to say that I was aware that she was trying <laughs> very, very hard, but it's like I don't know. It's like we were really we were going very slow, and I think that she wanted it to be official, and then I was just out there like I don't know, picking my nose or something. Yeah. So that's... she just she had to make things happen fast. That like I do. Like Lauren. Yeah. yeah. She wants an answer, so she got her answer. Yeah. Oh, and gosh. when he says fast, it still took three months. So that feels like a long time <laughs> to me. Oh, gosh. Okay. So we got through all of that. I just realized that we haven't really gotten to let people know about Preston. So, Preston, oh, yeah. just tell the world a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Oh, I feel like yeah. half the people that we actually know in real life have no clue what Preston does. Okay. If, yeah. if so, you need some guidance on that, I can give you some. Yeah. I guess the best way for me to introduce myself is I'm Lauren's husband, but I guess you guys have already pieced that together by now. Good job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I guess in reserve, uh, what I do in my spare time is computer science. Spare time. I'm um, like the full time job, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> well, all uh, that yeah. coffee isn't making itself. <laughs> I'm a PhD student at the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. Um, I'm in the PhD program for computer science. Um, yeah, so I really love computers. Uh, that's really what I do is I get to research on computers, get to learn about computers almost every day. I get to sit in front of a computer all day and I get to call it work. Uh, man, do I have everyone else fooled. But <laughs> yeah, that's a bit. That's a little bit about me. Um, like I said, Laura and I, we went to high school together at Cumberland Gap about four years. Um, I played football then. And then if you know me, that might come as a shock because I am the least sports inclined person in the world he literally is i'm more of a sports person than preston yeah. by a lot if i if you didn't tell me that one of the first times i met you i probably would have no idea that's very true i don't have yeah. a twitter um i very rarely post on instagram his instagram is like happy birthday lauren happy birthday lauren like oh we got married happy birthday lauren like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you guys probably don't have a very good picture of my life other than what Lauren gives out so yeah what are some of your hobbies like what do you do in your spare time oh yeah um like I said I'm addicted to computers so still in my spare time I'm working on computers um obviously I'm not doing the things I would research uh so like in my spare time I really like to do computer graphics um so 3D renderings uh you guys probably have seen CGI at some point in your life from uh, special effects on TV movies I really like the way that computers can represent those things. So that's essentially what I do in my spare time is a lot of computer graphics. Yeah. Outside of computers, um, I do try to dabble in guitar a little bit. I'm not the best guitar player in the world. He's really good. Uh, I can't play rhythm. I can do a couple solos. That's about it. Primarily, when I say I play guitar, I mean I like to noodle around on the guitar. I don't like to play songs. I just like to play scales and. He stuff doesn't like want to be in a band. That's still several steps soon. above my ukulele abilities, so <laughs> I'll take it. And you go to the movies a lot. Oh yeah, I'm a religious like, movie goer. Yeah. yeah, Lauren and I love the movies. So if the movies hadn't closed for the pandemic, we probably would have been there every single day during this. Yeah. Yeah, Lauren and I were talking when we first went home. I texted her because my parents and I went to a movie like that Sunday when before everything just shut down all of a sudden. And I was like, Lauren, I'm going to be like you in person and buy the movie, the Regal Pass. (laughs) And then the movie (laughs) shut down the next day because I because being up here, I'd planned to buy it so that I could go with you guys more often because I like going with you as well. So that's the perfect anecdote for like how the beginning of the pandemic was Mm -hmm. like thinking you could buy movie fast. Thinking it was going to be over in like a month. Yeah, it's. And we did get to go see a lot of movies. With Allison yeah. is our third wheel for movies. Yeah, if you guys haven't. We should have pointed out that Allison is our favorite third wheel. So another one of our hobbies is like hanging out with Allison. Yeah. Aw, wow. together. That makes me feel good. Uh, Preston, your thoughts on me joining you for a Valentine's Day movie date last year? <laughs> yes, that was very romantic. Watching um, Hitler 
the Hitler Youth <laughs> it alongside. Nazi Germany with me. <laughs> On Valentine's Day. It was Jojo Day. Rabbit for context. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was good. It was a good time. But that's like a perfect, I feel like, um, summary of our relationship. We've been together for so long, it honestly yeah. doesn't really matter. Like, yes, we do romantic things and date nights and all that kind of stuff, but also it just doesn't really matter if, like, one of our friends yeah. comes to Valentine's Day. It's about inviting your friends into your life, yeah. too. Yeah. Because you guys have been together for so long. I guess it's a little different yeah. than if you just had, like, met it each other. Like our first Valentine's Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot, I was going to say something. Oh, back to Preston saying, like, oh, I'm not on social media a lot, blah, blah, blah. I just remember feeling so honored because he texted me on my birthday, and I just felt really happy <laughs> That's about an that. Honor. Because yeah. I just get a text. I don't have the number. Like, Preston and I do not have each other's phone number. Well, I do now. But, and it said, happy birthday. This is Preston, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and you see Preston at least once a week, and yeah. you, like, still didn't have his number. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so if you're listening to this and you're wondering uh, why I haven't sent you a text, I very oh, rarely so sorry, answer Preston. my text messages on my phone. I literally have a thousand unopened text messages yeah, on my he phone. Does. How do you do that? Did, how does the notification not going away not stress you out? If you want to get a hold of me, contact Lauren or send me an email. He's not joking. His mom <laughs> That is hilarious. His mom texts me and says, can you please tell Preston to text me back? You'll answer an email faster than a text message? I'm trying he to. He has to because his students like email and his, Good point. yeah. But I had no idea that you did computer renderings like as a hobby for fun. I didn't realize that you would do those on the side too. That's pretty cool. They're they're really cool. What do I you come and what look do at you them. like render? Yeah. So um, sorry if that's too oh, complicated no, to answer for uh, I can in layman's terms. Cool as you want, but in layman's terms, I really like uh, what they call rasterized graphics. Um, there is a huge shift in uh, computer graphics towards this thing called ray tracing. Uh, it's like the latest and greatest technology. I say it's latest and greatest, but really it's been experimented with since the 1960s. But um, raster computer graphics is a sort of what you see in video games more than what you see in movies. So it's just like a quick and dirty way to do really cool graphics on a computer without having to have like a behemoth machine to get really nice photos. What you don't see is on those movies that you guys go watch, um, they require what's called a rendering farm. So that's going to be... Take your average computer desktop. Now imagine 20,000 of them stacked on top of each other, sitting inside of a, like a house. Yeah. That's what those, that's what's required to render for movies. So obviously I can't do that mm-hmm. in my spare time. So I go for like the cheaper thing and that's computer. Okay. Yeah. I feel like my graphics. editing background makes a render farm make, oh, I'm like, okay, I know what you're saying. Yeah. That would be, that would take forever yeah. if I'm having to create Star Wars and I'm, yeah. and I'm having exactly, to render yeah. things for that. I saw this tweet the other day that was talking about how the carbon footprint of Bitcoin is like detrimental to our society basically. And I was immediately i showed it to preston if i have any question from why is our microwave not working to Mm -hmm. like this really niche computer topic i asked preston because he kind of has just a general idea of like all things electric it feels like to me but i asked him how that could even be possible like how could bitcoin have such a high carbon footprint it just didn't make sense to me because it's digital but it's all stored kind of like in these big warehouses like big computer warehouses yeah if you guys ever look into Bitcoin, it is uh, it's horrible for the environment. Actually, if you think about it, um, what they do is they use Crazy. GPUs. Like you never would think about yeah. that. So they're essentially just sucking power out of the wall. And where does that power come from? Well, it's probably some non-renewable resource, yeah. something like that. Also, deep learning, artificial intelligence. That's actually very bad for the environment too. They use GPUs and they just <laughs> How constantly. How did we get here? Well, I'm just I'm laughing sorry. because this is what it's like. This is why I love coming over here because <laughs> as much as I joke around and stuff on this podcast with Lauren, like I feel like there are two parts of my brain and Lauren is one part and Preston is the other <laughs> yes. part. And I think that's why yeah. I enjoy hanging out with you because I'll come over and Lauren and I are talking about I don't know, The Crown or like Bridgerton yeah. or something. And then I start talking to Preston about the long-lasting <laughs> impacts of TikTok and the feasibility of it lasting past this decade. And there's just like the business model and how it is probably going to fail and it's not built for longevity. Yeah. I'm like, what is this conversation that I'm having? But I just appreciate that about the two of you. That's why I married Lauren because he, he's a very good source for computer questions. Yeah, he'll be like, oh, so I'm like the generic consumer, I feel like. <laughs> and Preston is like, how how do I explain what I know to to make Make it to where yeah. someone else understands Early, it to you. He'll even be like, I really want to make this um, kind of print on my graphic that I'm making like holographic. Can you kind of describe what you think is holographic from your point of view and like give me a couple different options and <laughs> <laughs> then he'll make it. Wow. It's fun. So there's Preston. <laughs> yeah. 
That is Preston in a nutshell. He's but, a very intelligent fella. Yeah. But then if you ever see me operate Instagram, uh, Lauren will probably roll her eyes at this. I cannot <laughs> yeah. understand it. So. Yeah, we're exactly the opposite on a lot of stuff for sure. Yeah. It works well together though. Okay, well that is all about Preston for now. So you get a little bit better idea about what Lauren's counterpart is like, um, aside from him just bringing us coffee on the podcast. But today they wanted to talk a little bit about that transition from being engaged to married, about their married life, just as kind of a way to be like your pals that are giving you some advice or talking to you about what the last year and a half has been like for them. So I just jotted down some questions to kind of give them some talking points and then we'll just kind of treat this like a conversation. How does that sound to you two? Sounds great. Grand. Okay. So the first question I had was basically how was that transition from being engaged to being married? Because I know for you, like you said, you were dating for so many years before you even got engaged. So what was it like going from planning this wedding, being engaged to living together, being in, like having bank accounts that you have to take care of, a home that you have to take care of, all that fun stuff? Yeah. So we did not live together before we um, got married. We did not vacation together. Like none of that. I mean, I went on vacation with your with family, family and yeah. stuff sometimes, but like we never really went on vacation together, lived together or anything. So I think truly like I feel like it's gotten to the point where a lot of people don't experience the same transition that in the 80s you kind of experience with marriage because most people live together before they get married now but we like had that traditional okay I have to learn to live with a boy moment like even though I had a brother it was still obviously different so I feel like that is a good like thing I need to say first we really went from never living together never like cohabitating to overnight we live together I felt like it was a good transition, though. I feel like for seven years, I felt like at the end of those seven years, it's just like I'm ready to be married now. Yeah. Like I'm ready to live with her. Yeah, because so. it, it was like hard to be together all the time. And then at 10 o'clock, like every night, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, bye. Okay, we're going. Yeah. yeah. We were pretty much conjoined at the hip. Yeah. <laughs> we And we went to college together. I think yeah, most people know yeah. that. But we went to UT together so, like, Preston could come over, like, even at 8 o'clock for, like, two hours and mm-hmm. then leave or whatever. Not saying he, like, left at 10 every yeah. single day. But, like, he could, you know, come over whenever. So we were together a lot um, before we got married. So I feel like we knew a lot about each other that way. You can't date for seven years and not know almost everything about someone. Like their habits as far as, like, living goes. Yeah. But then you... You mentioned like bank account information and like all that I feel like that was kind of where it got a little bit more stressful I mean not stressful but like it wasn't just as easy as it's like, just something oh, you everything. didn't have to think about when you were just dating yeah yeah definitely um I don't think it's been too rough it's, <laughs> too rough you no, make it sound like it has been <laughs> no but it, but he's right I mean it can uh, be yeah yeah like trying oh, to yeah. interface with you and make sure that we're both on the same page with our funds. You know, yeah. I think that's been a trouble. As far as like getting the banking set up, not an issue. I think that's very easy. You can go yeah. into any bank and explain it and they'll be like, yeah, we'll get you set up no problem. Yeah. But being on the same page with your funds, I think that that is certainly different because, you it's know. It's been really easy for us. I do think though. Yeah, I think it's been easy for us. I think the hard part though is like you and I didn't really have like a stable income, so to speak. Like we, we have variable income yeah. just simply because I'm still, I'm pretty much still a student full time. Yeah. So they don't pay us very well, by the way. Like my coworker texted retweet, me. Retweet. Press retweet. My coworker texted me when I got the job that I have now. And she was like, congrats, go buy yourself something nice. It's so nice to be a dual income household. And I was like, yeah, but listen, we had been on a zero income household yeah. last year, basically. And then this year, it's like half an income, basically. So that has been kind of been like, mm-hmm. uh, we want to do all these mm-hmm. like regular things. But then we literally were living like college students last year, yeah. basically, even though we were married. But I wouldn't have wanted to get married a year later just so that I would have had a job when we got married mm-hmm. or something. I did have a job, but like not a benefits cool. yeah. job. I'm trying to think of anything else that was like, oh, just obviously like this is another thing that I feel like you do think about, but then you kind of don't think about spending holidays together. So before, mm-hmm. yes, we would do Christmas together on our own. Like if I had a Christmas um, Eve Eve party with like my mom's side of the family, Preston would come. Mm-hmm. Like I would go to the cabin with Preston's family up until like Christmas Eve lunch. And then I would go with my family for the rest of mm-hmm. Christmas. Well, when you get married, like obviously you both have to be in the same. You have to be shared. Basically. You have to be shared. And it was easy because because of the pandemic, like 
Yeah. A lot of my family didn't get together. It would just end up being like my mom and dad and then Preston's mom and dad would mm-hmm. come to our same holiday gathering. So that was super easy. That made it work out really well. And then Christmas, I feel like, was when it got a little bit harder. Just because things were like <clears throat> not opening back up, but it was like, okay, we either have to be with the same person on Christmas Eve and Christmas morning. Like we couldn't split those two. So that was like the only time that we had kind of like a crap, what do we do? Because we have two parents that we love equally. Yeah. So that was hard, but. All in all though, I think that us getting married right before the pandemic happened, I think that was a very good thing. No. I think it was yeah. very enjoyable to be newlywed and at home with my wife almost 24-7 Literally. during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I it was te- really yeah. good. When I thought this was only going to be like a month or two, I think I told people that it felt like a maternity leave, but for marriage. Yeah. Because we got married in December 20th. We got married December 28th. We came back from our honeymoon January 8th, mm-hmm. I think. And then the pandemic happened, like, March, early March. So we really only had two months that were normal. What would you guys say were some benefits, but also some downsides of having your first full year of marriage be during this pandemic? Because I know that you've talked about some of it was actually a good thing, but what would you say were some of, like, the best parts of that, but also kind of the things that you were sad that you missed out on, maybe, of it being normal, if there were any? I feel like there weren't many downsides, honestly. Yeah, that's a very tough question to answer. I can't really think of that many negatives with it. Yeah. I guess maybe there could have been things that we could have gone out and done for more like date nights. We couldn't go to the movies. As an early couple. But yeah, we love the movies. So obviously not having the theaters open for an entire year. I think that had an impact on us. Yeah. And (laughs) also the only other thing I can think of is I'm a super social person. I like... I feel like I'm 75% extrovert and 25% introvert because I really, really do need my alone time, like alone, even away from Preston Mm -hmm. time. So for me, it was really hard in very certain points of the pandemic to deal with the fact that my graduation got canceled, that like I wanted to do a 22nd birthday extravaganza because of Taylor Swift, Mm -hmm. like for four <laughs> years, I had planned the 22nd birthday yeah. party. So, like, kind of Preston would have to support me through those, like, really hard emotions for me. But, like, he couldn't relate as much to those emotions because he doesn't want to get together or, like, do parties as much as me. So, that was, like, the only thing when I would be like, Preston, how are you not distraught that my graduation is canceled? And he would just be <laughs> like, I'm... I don't know. (laughs) Well, that actually has, that leads me to a good question. And this one is for you, Preston. So I, Preston and I kind of will make jokes because I am an introvert and I know that you would say that you are one as well Mm. because Lauren, even though she kind of has some tendencies, she is more of the extrovert of the trio. Definitely, yeah. And so one day I was in the car with Lauren and I said, I'm sorry, I'm being quiet. Nothing's wrong. I just need time to like recompose before we go into our book club. And she said, like, she told me a week later, I'm glad you said something because I was afraid I did something or that something was wrong. And so. So I just know that you relate to that. So when Lauren is someone who is very social and like likes to do things and have people over, what are those conversations kind of like when you do kind of process differently or like need different ways to recharge? I'm just kind of curious about that. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that there's an old saying and it's very applicable here. It's uh, opposites attract. And I kind of see our relationship as like a coin where she gets to do all the interfacing on my behalf. Literally. So that's a, great like, way to that's a very positive thing for me because I don't have to talk as much to other people I don't know. Now, if you don't know me, you probably think I'm cold or I don't like you. That's simply <laughs> because I don't talk to anybody. I honestly think you're better with really, like, Preston is better with actual strangers than me. But if we both know the person kind of well, mm-hmm. 100% I'm going to like take over the conversation. Yeah. But in stranger situations, I mentioned this like on the episode when we talked about what we're not good at. Mm-hmm. Preston can talk to a stranger way better than me. Yeah, It's weird. Yeah. But if you're like an acquaintance or like a friend of ours, you might think that I don't, don't like, like you. you. Yes. But that's not the case. It's just like sometimes I just, I don't know. I can't talk. And I don't like, I don't yeah. know how to process that. But thankfully, I have Lauren there for me. And yeah. she does like all that for it's almost like her job. Yeah. So, like, when we're at a it party, I is. think of her as like my secretary where she's yeah. doing pretty that much is funny. all the. Yeah. yeah. 
And I'm always like kind of encouraging, like Preston, have you texted Hayden lately? Have you texted so-and-so like kind of encouraging Preston to keep up his friendships that are separate (laughs) from me? Because we have a lot of shared friends, but I try to like make sure he fosters those relationships with just his friends. Because it's not like that means that he doesn't like his friends. He genuinely just forgets to kind of connect with them. And I feel like a good example of this is one weekend before the pandemic, we had three get-togethers in a row, like three weekends in a row at our yes, house. I do remember It was this. like the Grammys, the Super Bowl, and something you else. Came, you came to Stokely for an Oscars yeah, yeah. thing. And so Preston was like, and we had something else maybe at home with my okay, family so. or something. Yeah. And Preston was like, Lauren, three weekends in a row for like these big things that kind of consume our whole weekend. Like that's Mm -hmm. really hard for me. And I took that to heart and was like, you're right. I need to not do three in a row like this, but then the pandemic happened. So literally (laughs) it was a very poor timing on that. Yeah. So now I feel like it overwhelms me thinking about having a party. So I don't think I'll ever have like three in a row. She She can't wait until she can bust those doors open for the masses. We have catering wear that has dust in it right now. Yeah. She is ready to bust the catering wear. What's the term? Serving wear. It's okay. Catering wear sounded right to me, Preston. I didn't know. (laughs) But also, I should mention that Preston jumps in 100% when I do have a party. Yeah, you're not, you're good about coming in and making yourself seen and like saying hi to everyone. So you, I feel like you do hide it well, but I can, I can tell sometimes because I, weirdly relate to you a lot yeah. so like i completely understand that. and he helps with the party set up like 100 percent before mm-hmm. anyone is here he is like just as in the thick of it yeah. with me and i don't have to beg him to help me he's like taking the trash out like doing whatever he needs to do for the party but then when the party happens he's like you've got it yeah so i think you'll relate to this i feel like i have a social battery and like <laughs> parties That's, are so yeah. they're kind of draining a little bit so if i show up to your party or if I'm at Lauren's party and I'm very happy and then suddenly I disappear for about 30 minutes because, you know, I'm recharging my social battery yeah. so I can come back in for a bit. Every time happen. that I have to do something with my extended family, my grandmother <laughs> has a back room that's just like the back sitting room. I go sit back there for at least 20 minutes on my phone every single time because I just familiar I need to, to just go be else. alone. I relate so well with that. There's <laughs> just something <laughs> about being in a silent room knowing that there's a party going every on Every time when I was in high school, I, I had to drive like 30 minutes to go to my high school. So anytime we had like a dance or a function or whatever i had to go to someone's house uh-huh. like really far away one of my favorite parts of the night was when i could get in my car afterwards and drive home with the music Complete like turn up at night in silence. i yeah. love it that's yeah. my hi all of my friends that are married their husbands are like the boy version of me i just don't understand how does that it. work i yeah. do not understand because amy who we had on the podcast in the second season her husband jackson is, kind of is like very you similar too. to me yes he's like a big brother so i just think that's funny hearing you say that because i feel like a lot of my better friends are extroverted personalities or like people people mm-hmm. because of the same thing that you just said it's like i look for people that can draw out the social battery and extend it in my life so that makes a lot of sense yeah that's a good point now you talked about all these parties and shindigs that you were having and by and parties we literally mean like the nerdiest party you can imagine. she's not throwing gatsby parties like, yeah. i always have to say this isn't like a college party like you're you might be thinking no, lauren just likes to host people no. yeah but um, how do you feel like any of your friendships or like relationships in that way have changed since you guys have gotten married just as far as, well, you were in a pandemic, so it might have been hard yeah. to like have new like acquaintances yeah. come into your life. But I guess how have some of those things shifted? Do you find it some of your friends that you hung out with more when you weren't married, it's harder to see them or like have couple friends, things like that? Because I know some people's friendships change a lot as they get married. Yeah, that's a good point. It is hard because of the pandemic. It is. To say, like, what it would have been like. Mm -hmm. Because for so many months, we weren't hanging out with anybody. And then, you know, in the summer, we started hanging out with people more. But, like, for those first few months, it was just us, Mm -hmm. literally. Yeah. Um, I've always had friends from school that I'd like to hang out with. Um, My brother, of course, he lives in Colorado. Um, My other good friend, uh, Cody and Austin, they both don't really live with me anymore. So we've always been connected through video games virtually yeah so the pandemic was good in that aspect and like we got to play video it made it easier yeah Yeah, it's like it's like we're online only at that point anyways so it's just like it didn't really impact me that much but um you know not seeing school i hate to say school friends you know but people who you're friends with through school 
not seeing those people was very weird. It was just like, I'm going through school. I don't have anyone to ha- like, hang out with. So that was very weird. Yeah. But. And I feel like a little bit of a transition was I didn't realize how much he connected with his friends that he plays video games with. I didn't like realize. And I don't think you actually got to connect with them as much before we got married because you were always kind of like over at my dorm Mm -hmm. seeing me or like when we were spending time together, you know, it was like really intentional. So I I didn't really realize that that was how you hung out with your friends was like virtually like that. And so I think like people have asked me before, does it bother you like how much Preston plays video games? And I'm always, the answer is 100% no, because I literally have you or Skylar or like MC or somebody over and we hang out and it's the exact same thing. And even aside from that, you have your hobbies and things that you like to work on, like your blog or like the podcast, you're doing things all the time. Yeah. So I feel like it's the same, even though it's video games and it's virtual, he's literally hanging out with his friends the same way that I would hang out with you. So I don't get mad about it and I I would encourage you if you're listening and your husband plays video games especially if he plays with his friends like it's really not that big of a deal as people make it out to be I think I'm pretty supportive of your video yeah, game you situation are. my brother does it all the time too my sister-in-law will send me videos of him like yelling at it really late <laughs> at night and he freaks out their dog and I'm like yep that's he did that at our house yeah so. if we had a dog they'd definitely be freaked out by how oh. Preston like no, goes I on react. yeah how do you guys balance the things that your hobbies you like to do separately, but then the things that you like to do together? Because I feel like you guys are one of the couples I know that does stuff together the most. We are probably. together all the time. Oh, yeah. And when I say I, I'm on my computer doing things, I have an office here. But if I'm doing things recreationally with my computer, I'm doing it on the couch right next to Lauren, who's also on the couch. On the couch. Or if I'm sitting yeah. at the table, Preston will come sit at the table or like that yeah. kind of situation. Um, but your mom the other day, I said something. Okay. So the vaccine donuts at Krispy Kreme, like oh, yes. you can get a donut at Krispy Kreme mm-hmm. if you have your vaccine. So I, the other day I said, we'll be running errands and Preston will be like donut. And I'll be like, yeah. And then Preston's mom turned to Preston's dad and said, they run errands together. And I didn't even <laughs> think about that, but most, I don't think most husbands and wives like run errands errands together together. but we would rather go together than him stay here and me go or you go and me stay here so i don't know i don't know if it's just because of the pandemic but literally we do not like to be away from each other for that (laughs) long (laughs) like the thought of going on a weekend trip without preston i'm like i don't think i could go 48 hours without seeing preston i went to the grocery not just like five hours ago today and lauren didn't come with me and we had to like talk to each other like we texted about it's okay we don't groceries. you don't have to go to the it's okay you don't have to go to the grocery if you don't want yeah it's okay and i was like i'll go with you i will but i no. do admire you guys i do think you two are very cute cuz you like to spend so, you do genuinely like to spend time together we do i think what it all boils down to is if we weren't married we would be best friends mm-hmm. i really yeah. do think we would like it wouldn't even have to like if there was no romantic element involved we would be friends so, and then just like our hobbies, I'm trying to think, like going to the movies, that's together, obviously. Reading, like that's alone for me because Preston doesn't really read that much, but he does like to ask me what I'm reading about. He listened to the <laughs> podcast episode. If you guys have listened to the book club episode, I said that I didn't love when Preston asked me what I was reading or like asked me questions about my book. And he listened to it and has kept doing it until I said something about it. And I didn't know he had listened to it. I plead the fifth. (laughs) Yeah. Is it weird for like me to say stuff about our relationship like on the podcast? I never even thought about that. Me either. It's It's kind of weird. It is weird. It feels a little weird. Maybe because it's just me and her talking and you're like, oh, it's just Allison. Even though anybody could listen to it. But I never (laughs) say anything that's like Uh, super revealing, I guess. No, I cut out when she talks trash about you. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. I just thought about this, but Preston, when you guys were wedding planning and like doing all the stuff for the wedding, were you like super jazzed about things or were you kind of like, I'll just let Lauren do everything. I don't really care. I'm I'm just excited to get married. Lauren has very good taste and that's something I never really have to worry about is her doing something that's out of taste. So I'm perfectly fine with letting her handle anything like that. And I'm perfectly fine with letting her tell me what to do in that situation simply because I know it's going to end up very well. Yeah. 
The only time we ran into issues, I feel like, is I am so super freaking excited about everything. Mm-hmm. Like, literally everything in my life is exciting to the, like, 10th degree. And Preston is the exact opposite of that. Hardly anything is super, super exciting for him. <laughs> would you agree? That's very true. So, things would be such a big deal for me, especially with the wedding. And if Preston, like, wasn't giving me the reaction and, like, the energy that I needed, I would be like, what's wrong? Why are you not excited? And he would be like, I am, but I just can't show it, like, as much as you. So, that was, like, at first I needed to get used to that. But I understood he was interested and involved. He just wasn't as excited at the end of it. He was excited to marry me, but he wasn't ex- excited about the showers and all that kind of stuff. When I say opposites attract, I do think that there is still some abrasion there. And I think that a, a lot of that manifestation is just like, I don't have a level ex- of excitement that she would expect. And that's not to say I'm not excited. Yeah. It's just that I show my excitement differently. And I do think that, that sometimes that's very hard to deal with. I think yeah. if I were to be in that situation, it would make me feel upset too. Yeah. Or not upset, but like... Just like, what's the deal? Why are you not excited? Yeah. As excited yeah. as me. Yeah. But I guess that's just a communication of how you are different yes. in your personalities. Because it's not yeah. that you don't care. It's just that you show it in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like Preston explained... He like periodically has to re-explain Lauren... I'm just not as excited as you. And then I remember that's true. It's not a big deal. We have a pillow inside of our house that literally has the words, I'm so excited. Yeah, Preston's dad. It's usually right there in that chair, but I traded it out. Preston's dad got me a pillow for our couple shower that said, I'm so excited with an exclamation point because I feel like I've said this on here before, but I'm so excited can either be my nervous tick. Like if I don't know what to say, it literally is. That's funny. If there's a lull in the conversation or I don't know what to say, I'll just be like, I'm so excited. You just unlocked the core memory. When I was in high school, sorry, this is not related, but we would have like announcements in our chapel every day Uh and girls would get up there and like they were bad at public speaking. And then at the end they would say, get excited because they did know what to say so it's like girl scouts are selling cookies next week get excited and then walk <laughs> off and so my like student council sponsor would always say to me she's like don't you love it when girls go up there and say like, get excited and then they're not excited then they walk off and you just remind get me excited that. that's really funny you would have loved giving announcements at my school i would have been like hey everybody i've got the most exciting <laughs> announcement today blah, 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 blah. and everybody would have been like oh no here she goes again because they that's, did that to me that's so. high school. that would have been her dream job in high school doing the morning <laughs> yeah if we had morning news or morning announcements sign she me would have been uh, reason number 175 why you you would have loved my all-girl high school. Okay, I have I have one more question for you guys. This one may be a little bit more difficult, so if you need time to think about it, that's fine. But you know, you're coming into almost your year two of marriage now. You're well into it. We have a lot of listeners that are engaged or in long-term relationships. If you had like a piece of advice from your first year of marriage that you would like to give to somebody else, whether it's like an actual logistical piece of advice or just cherishing something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But if you have a piece of advice for those listeners, what would you tell them before yeah. they head into their first year of marriage or even just if it's about wedding planning, something like that? Yeah, so I think my biggest piece of advice would be forfeit being an individual after you're married it's okay to be individualistic when i'm not i'm not trying to say don't have your own things but you know if you're in an argument or if you don't see eye to eye with something don't think of it as your point of view think of it it's us together in this we need to arrive to a conclusion in this and it's not like it it doesn't have to be 100 settlement you don't have to get everything that you need you just need to see everything through the same eyes. And I think that's part of being married is you do become the same person. Yeah. In some, in many degrees, you become the same person. Yeah. I think that letting go of some of your individuality, I think that that really helps a lot. Like, and uh, I feel like we approach everything to like an hour unit instead of like my unit and your unit. It's like our yeah, unit. Yeah, it's yeah. It's very true. And it's like, if you know me, I love to play devil's advocate. And I also really like to debate just frivolous things. Um, So like learning to give that up is, I don't want to say learning to give it up, but 
knowing when I don't need you to be the devil's yeah. advocate and when I do need you to be a devil's advocate. Exactly. Yeah, there's a yeah. very, very there's a very delicate balance. That kind of goes that's... into my piece of advice, which is to communicate your expectations. Because I have to communicate to Preston, like, hey, I'm about to tell you about this situation. I don't want you to be like the devil's advocate, like he just said. And if you're wondering, like, sometimes I'll give Preston this scenario and I don't really want to fix it or want to come to a conclusion. I just want to vent You about need to it. talk about it. I just need to talk about it. And then at the beginning of our marriage, Preston would try to fix it with A, B, and C solutions. And if I kept talking about it after that, he would be like, why are you still talking about this? I've given you these three mm-hmm. solutions. And I'm like, I don't want the solutions. I just want to vent about it. So what? I feel like that's just one example, but communicating your expectations, like if you want a really big special Valentine's Day, like you just need to say, let's do Valentine's Day big in January. Like you don't need it to be February 13th. Like, I can't believe you haven't done anything for Valentine's for me yet. Like, I can't believe this Mm -hmm. because that's just setting yourself up for failure and your partner. So like you just need to say, and if you want flowers from the grocery store when they go, you need to say, can you please yeah. bring me back some flowers? I would love that today. Like, that's all it takes. And mm-hmm. I feel like that doesn't diminish how special or thoughtful it is. Like, Preston yeah. just genuinely needs to know, are we celebrating this holiday or are we not? And then he'll go from there. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you need to give up trying to surprise. Yeah, yeah that's there. True. Because Lauren leaves me little notes and all yeah. of those. Like, that's... we still do surprising things for yes, each other. But but... Yeah, it's just like, she'll leave me little notes on my coffee mug in the morning. I feel yeah. like that's awesome. And I'm trying to think of like other expectation things that I give you, but I can't really think of another example. Can you think of something that I'm like, I need you to do this? Not really. Yeah. It's, is it the yeah. filling up of the Brita filter that I always... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is weird how you can like automatically transition into these roles. Like Preston is the Brita filler upper. Preston is the coffee person. Preston deals with our car insurance. Preston deals with like, you know, taking out the trash, obviously. There are just like things that it's weird what you end up like naturally going into the yeah. groove of, but nobody has said anything. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like everyone kind of picks up the, a shift for a job. Like naturally yeah lauren will do laundry and i've never once told her to do the laundry it's just like when she got here she was like i'm doing it also lauren uh, if you knew lauren before um recently you know that she wasn't very much cooking minded at all at all and then like suddenly she got here and she was just like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna conquer it and then she came into that role and and you were getting to benefit from it i am there's a delicious lasagna i mean i really (laughs) wish there's like some fourth dimensional technology out there that would allow you to smell what's cooking in the kitchen maybe you can render that on your computer (laughs) (laughs) render smells yeah it was the pandemic though that let me cook before that i was still a mess with cooking like Preston would try to come in here and talk to me while I was making a very simple um dinner and I would literally be like I need you to quit talking to me right now because I can barely get this like chicken enchilada in the oven Lauren I need you to breathe because even just in telling that story your eyes just crossed yeah like literally I would I would freak out just trying to talk to Preston at the same time as cooking Mm -hmm. and now I'm just like doing anything and I'm like why are you in here talking to me oh gosh yeah like Right, just a few minutes ago, before we started the podcast, she was like, "Man, I really hope I got the layering right on this lasagna." I was just sort of like going at it. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I talk, talk, talk about or think about, and we watch Bon Appetit videos like yeah. for an hour every night for fun. So, food is a big deal here. And dessert person, you can't yeah. forget dessert person. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I think that that was some great advice, and I also would just like to, for the final time, say thank you to Preston for joining yeah. us today. But you're not 100% off the hook yet. I do have oh, no. one more question for you that we're just now springing on you. So every week, Lauren and I pick our favorite <laughs> thing of the week, and you have to participate <laughs> this time. So if you want to go last, so you have a second to think about it, you can. Um, do but you feel included. I feel very included. Okay. Right so it's an honor. do you want to go first, or do you yeah. want me to go first? Okay. So we'll share our one of the week for this week what is yours Lauren okay so mine is actually the book the star-crossed sisters of Tuscany and I have to admit I judged a book by its cover here because the cover gives me Hallmark movie vibes like I didn't pick it as my book of the month because it just looked kind of a cheesy book it just looked cheesy to me I could smell the cheese from a mile away (laughs) And I was pleased to discover that it was not cheesy. It was super good. It was like almost Kristen Hanna level. Almost. I mean, not there yet. It definitely wasn't as good as like the four wins even. 
but it had potential and it was really, really good. It's a story about two sisters. Um, and it's kind of the story about two sisters, 200 years, like in generational, there's like this family and there's always two sisters and the firstborn like always gets everything. And then the second born is cursed. So it's kind of like this story of like sets of sisters and I don't even have a sister and I loved it so much. So that's my one of the week. That sounds good. Uh, mine is quite a switch. What do you think? I want you to guess what you think mine is. Is it anything to do with March Madness? No, it's not. I was okay. going to see if you were going to guess Twilight because if you listen to our – it's not. It's oh. not Twilight. Sorry. You really got my hopes up right there. <laughs> um, if you listen to our book club episode, I talked about how I was being quote-unquote coerced into reading it when I chose it for our book club Literally. book. Literally. I did read it. It was fine, but it's not my green light. Um, I just wanted you to guess Twilight <laughs> so that I could tell you no, but you didn't go the direction I thought you were going to go. I knew um, you would not pick that, though. Um, I was but pretty sure. Mine is a show on Disney+. Plus. It's called The Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom. I actually think it's really <gasps> cool because it's a natural i cannot speak it's a national geographic show about the caretakers and the veterinarians at animal kingdom taking care of the animals so it's actually about the animals there and i just think that it's really cool um i got my vaccine last week so whoop whoop and i could not sleep because i did kind of have a fever and a terrible headache so i woke up and started watching it in the middle of the night and it lulled me back to sleep (laughs) Um, but but i've been watching one of them a day ever since because there's eight of them i think but they're just really cute and i always loved animals so seeing the way that they take care of them and then train them to do the things that i went into work and saw every day i thought was really cool so that's on disney plus and it's a good little short series that is very family we not watch family that. friendly guys there's no caffeine in my bones today. i don't know why i can't speak <laughs> we should watch have, that. have you been drinking water <laughs> okay preston it's your turn okay so do i have any rules on this like are there any limitations on what no, is no it can literally can be? be like i've given cookie two sip ice cream as an answer and then like also a book or it can a show, be anything you know a place so i guess this the one of the week for me is i'm getting to learn a new programming language which it doesn't really sound too much like too much, but um, once you've kind of learned one programming language, you've pretty much figured them all out. Like it's all it's all pretty much the same under the hood. However, this is like an entirely new family, and it's really sort of like a very it's like uncharted oceans for me. It's if you have heard of it, it's called Clojure. Um, it's a Lisp dialect. If you've ever heard of Lisp, it's a different way to program, but it's just very interesting to me. So I figured that out, and it's sort of like. Yeah, it's like learning a new language. Enough. Exactly. Yeah, it's sort of exciting to see like another language pop up there. Question: I Can I take my AP computer science knowledge of JavaScript from 2014 and apply it <gasps> into this program? Actually, yes, because Clojure is a functional-oriented programming language, and JavaScript has a treats functions as first-class members of the of the language. So I think the only right thing that I remember how to do is create an integer. I do not think that I can do <laughs> anything beyond that. But thank you for That's believing you in me. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, everybody. That is going to do it for this week's episode of Nice to Have a Friend. Preston, thank you again for being thank here. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, make sure we that... No choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did have a choice again. Apparently, he's getting paid, which we need to contact uh, HR yeah. about that. Yeah. Okay, Lauren, you and I need to have a sidebar after yeah. this podcast. Yeah. My voice memo says I've been recording for an hour, so Ooh. $8 right now. Okay. 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 Well, make sure, like, before we have to pay Preston for another hour, make sure to follow us on Instagram, rate and review us, hopefully five stars on Apple Podcasts, and share us with someone you love, whether that's on social media by text or in person and until we see you again we hope this podcast reminds you it's nice to have a friend bye everybody see you guys